Hello. 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 And welcome to That Kind of Girl, the podcast where we talk about all the things that nice girls are not supposed to say in polite conversation. <laughs> Good job. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. I'm Caitlin it. Cook. I'm the American one. I'm Nikki Davis. I'm the Canadian one. And I'm Roshina Kaut. I'm the Irish one. And uh, yeah, we're back. We're back. Today we're going to talk about etiquette. So what does that mean? What exactly are we talking about? I feel Deal like me in. We're talking <laughs> about like what are the current rules when it mm-hmm. comes to dating and sex and relationship? And what is it like when motherfuckers don't follow those rules? Can you give me an example? So like I feel like back in the day, like the old school etiquette was like mm-hmm. after the third day date you make out, then Maybe you have sex after like four months, then you move in after like a year and a half. I'm making mm. up all these numbers. This is what I imagine. <laughs> yeah. mm. And then, you know, you move in, you make babies, whatever. Mm. Yeah. You get would, married, you move in, you right. make babies. I would right. say like um, when it became more common to like sleep with someone before marriage, mm-hmm. um, then it quickly progressed into being like the third date is yeah. when you go Woo. home, you know? Yeah. And like yeah. He, but it's still like he has to ask you out first and he has to pay for dinner. And mm, if he doesn't right. pay for dinner, he's not getting in your Gen- pants on the yeah. third date, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. It's fucked up. But it's also like super cultural. Yes. Like I was talking to, did I tell you about my Hasidic friend that I made at no. the bar? So he's, oh, yeah. Yeah. He tell me about this. So he's very, very Hasidic. However, he goes to the bar and lives by himself in Bushwick, but he has like the whole hat. He was grew up in the community, is still accepted by the community. And I was asking him like about dating and mm-hmm. stuff because he considers himself polyamorous, which is very, very abnormal within the community. God, God. Yeah, I really um, want to meet this this person. He's, so anyway, I, I was hoping we could have him on if there's time. Maybe we will because yeah. he's like yeah. one of the most fascinating and eloquent people I've ever met. But he was telling me basically what dating is like in his community for those that are fully in it, which. Anyway, so like they they're sort of new in the sense that you're allowed to date there's like prearranged marriages. However, mm-hmm. they get three unescorted dates before they have to marry them. Wow, and he was like, This is like deal. a cool new thing. Like we Oof. don't get an escort, we actually get to talk and they now have veto power. So if after the three dates they're not feeling it, they're allowed to say no. Oh my god. And this is like the fresh new thing that's that like very modern. progressive for that community. It is. But it also Word. feels like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not something I would ever want to subject myself to, you no. know? Yeah. So like what would you say? the etiquette is for like hooking up and like like your recent dates with humans Roisin I think a lot of it is me being like please don't ever contact this number again <laughs> lose this number <laughs> no I so I think just because of like moving over here and breaking up and then not just the kind of person I am, but now I'm seeing that like I probably just in a way sought out a level of crazy because Mm -hmm. I have so much, I I have and had so many intimacy issues after breaking up with my ex-partner. And so I really have like little to no understanding of actually how modern dating works or Mm -hmm. what the etiquette is or do you know what I mean yeah because it's like either I'm having one night one night one night stance <laughs> one night stance one night stance whereas I'm you know celibate mm-hmm. or with all my boyfriends I've met them organically mm-hmm. do you yeah. know just like at a bar or at work or at mm-hmm. school 
And like I've uh, the person I'm dating at the moment I met online, mm-hmm. but that's a same sex relationship, and so that in itself has its own mm-hmm. set of rules and etiquette and you know those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But I have found that like I feel because ghosting is so prominent. Yeah, I'm so aware of not ghosting. Mm-hmm. So like even if I hate you, I'll still like, send you a text away, being like. <laughs> Don't text me again. <laughs> like, I don't feel the same way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I feel like ghosting became a term when I was still dating around. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, something that people talked about. But now it just feels like it's part of the etiquette. It's, like, yeah. very common. And some people are very offended by it. And yes. other people are like, no, that's how you handle that's things now. Better than being like, hey, I don't like you. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like, I feel like if I were like on the apps and dating around that, I would like to be one of those people that was like, hey, I don't think this is, I mm. like to be communicative and just be like, hey, I don't think this is, I'm not, we haven't really clicked or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there would be some people that would display a level of crazy that I would yeah. then ghost and block because I just wouldn't even want to deal with it. Mm. Cause basically what I'm trying to figure out is if the etiquette has just become fucking insane or if it's like just the humans that I interact with that are weird. So for it to be normal, for example, like after you meet someone at a bar or whatever and you hit it off and you give each other their numbers for them to, for example, like hit you up at 1230 being like, Hey, like, what are you doing? You want to grab a drink? Like, is that, I mean, that seems pretty wild. I mean, I have, (laughs) I I have done that. Me to too. other yeah, people being like, true. yo, what's up? What's up? Yeah. Like the you classic, up? you up. <laughs> up. Oh my God, I, the only time I've received that text in recent date has been from my mother. <laughs> oh my she, you God. Up too? Yeah. She doesn't know what it means. Right. She, she was like, she, she's still the kind of person that texts with the U and the R, even though yeah. like it, that doesn't really, it's not right. necessary anymore. There's no character counts anymore. Kind right. Of thing. But uh, yeah, she sent me a you up text and I laughed my ass off. Oh my God, that's <laughs> fucking priceless. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Caitlin's got it going on. <laughs> um, I do think like etiquette is different. And for my friends who like date on apps, like I will say that for me, being on Tinder for women, I really quickly learned a set of rules that mm-hmm. I would employ. So for example, after the first date where... I, the person didn't look at anything like their picture, hmm. I would ask for like immediately ask for Tinder, not Tinder, Instagram. Do you have Instagram? Right. Can oh. you send me your Instagram account? Wait, before you meet them. Before I meet That's them. If they call. haven't yeah. linked it, I'll be like, hey, do you have Instagram? Like, where mm-hmm. can I? Then they can know? have different Photoshop pictures, but at least there's more of a variety. <laughs> yeah, but then when yeah. you go to their tagged photos. Oh, smart. That's, oh, wow. Smart. That's how mm. you deep web search. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're the photos that they don't have control over. So then you right. can see what they look like. So you know you're making an informed decision. But Second, yeah. I always go in immediately with, I'll send like an opening message, <laughs> chat, and then like within four messages, say... <laughs> Look, I'd really love to grab a drink. Here's my number. If you're mm. interested, I don't like to use this. Mm. And then, yeah. like, I'm not here to, like, fuck around and chat on Tinder for hours yeah. and hours and hours. I don't care. I want to meet you immediately. And see if we hit it off. And yeah. so, like, I will spend no more than, like, max 10 minutes talking yeah. to someone before I give them my number and say, let's set up something mm. right That's away. Good. Yeah, you and don't then, have time to be fucking around. You're only here for, like, exactly. three more months. Yeah. yeah. And then, so we'll try to set something up. Uh, if 
possible <clears throat> in the next few days, but at least that week. Mm-hmm. And then you know, then you meet them and you know if you have chemistry or if you don't have chemistry and mm-hmm. then you're not wasting your time. That makes like, sense. With Tinder, I feel like it's really just an app for pen pals. Yeah, it <laughs> is. You know? Yeah. It's I like, think it really is. You just end up telling like one random person about your one day and then you never talk to them again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. So I, I guess I still don't really understand the online dating etiquette. It just seems mm-hmm. like it's I know odd. that like my brother and his fiance met through OkCupid. Mm, I yeah. know a lot of people that have successfully mm-hmm. met each other on apps, but it also seems like, oh, such a hodgepodge of crazy people. Yes. So much crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know. And what do you, what is your etiquette? Um... So I think I've talked about this before, how like the first meeting, I make sure it's super short mm. so I can sort of suss out the vibe, see if we're feeling it or not feeling it. Um, oh, yeah, the walk and talk, right? The, the old mm. walk and talk. Yeah. Um, but what I find is interesting is um, a lot of people like won't even meet up with you unless it's sort of assumed that there's going to be some type of hookup. Mm. And I'm the type of person that wouldn't hook up the first time I meet someone anyway. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that's sort of an interesting thing to negotiate. And I find yeah. specifically when it's like later at night, it's sort of yeah. assumed like, hey, you want to come to my house? And I'm like, just like the thought of bringing a stranger home is kind of terrifying that I yeah. haven't met before. Um So it's only like a certain type that would be down for the walk and talk situation. Yeah. And I find it gets confusing because sometimes I end up like talking dirty to people just because of like the situation. Yeah. And then they assume because of that, that means I want to hook up. So mm. I usually have to throw those out right away because it's just like they're just going to assume <laughs> I want to fuck and I probably don't. Yeah, yeah that's that makes enough. sense. That I feel is... like um, Tinder is by far the craziest one where it's, it's just crazy. like more yeah. people that want to hook up or, or dirty chat with someone. People yeah. like... I was talking to this Argentinian for like two days. <laughs> oh, my it's like, God. Do you play? So, and then I saw the miles away and I was like, how are you? He was like, I just wanted to see what a real New York girl sounded like. <laughs> That's so bizarre. <laughs> oh, my God. And he's like, I might come in like three years. Like, cool. No, cool. No. No. Very That's odd. so ridiculous. And like so many people's first messages are like. So badly I'm, written. Or like, I'm trying to be honest. Like, I'm just trying to fuck you into that. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like. I appreciate your honesty, but like, but no. no, no, not if that's. It does feel like okay, Cupid must be more for people seeking actual relationships. Yeah, yeah. and Grinder is just a straight up sex app. Yeah, yeah. Like Tinder can be something else, mm-hmm. but Grinder mm-hmm. is like, like you, only. it's the grid. Yeah, yeah. You know, you hitting that grid. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think like scruff for gay guys is kind of a little more real. Like, yeah, kind of more relationshipy. Not as much just about sex. Like, mm-hmm. not as intense. Because like, have you guys ever seen the interface of Grinder? Yeah, no, but you talked about it. Feet away, but it's it's the no. I just mean like that's what I'm talking about with the grid. It's just like like you don't see some anyone's bio. You Mm -hmm. just see the pictures Mm -hmm. and you scroll through the grid and then and like a good few are dicks. Very interesting. Yeah, because like men are generally just more visual people in Mm -hmm. terms of like what arousal. Yeah, arousal. Um, so there's no like being like yes or no. You just like scroll the grid. Wow. And then click on someone and be like, ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. That's cool. That's so funny. What about meeting people in real life, like organically? Yeah, I feel like the etiquette's weird there too. It is weird. Yeah, because I've met a good few people organically at places. And then mm. it's also very strange in terms of like, it's never like, would you like to go on a date? Let's get dinner. Okay. Like, I feel like that has almost never happened. Mm-hmm. It's mostly like we like talk 
in strange hours a few times and then <laughs> and then they're like maybe do you want to get a drink but then it's the whole complicated thing because I don't drink now so I have to be mm. like let me tell you about my ear hairs yada yada it's like a whole, <laughs> it's a whole let me situation. tell you about my ear hairs that I mean not that I'm being like this might be you but like I mean definitely I have like gone on dates over here do you know mm. and yeah. dated in people the, over here and yeah. like like done things like that met like, for like meals and movies and yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah okay so it could be me and like i've definitely seen zoe do that as well mm-hmm. do you know like actually like go and meet someone for dinner and then go for a drink and stuff like that yeah. but i also think that there's like then this ties into sexual promiscuity and like how people view it it's like if you set a certain precedent Mm-hmm. I think men in a lot of Assume. ways then respond in I'm doing air quotes here in kind mm-hmm. yeah like, oh she's talking dirty to me like she, she's just a little slut I right. don't need to she treat her with yeah. respect yeah. it ties back into that whole thing where it's like why do men shame women for something they're always trying to get them yeah exactly them, mm-hmm. you know it's that mm-hmm. like why would you not want some why, why, why wouldn't you why would you assume that someone talking dirty to you is like not someone who also wants to go out for dinner. Yeah. You know, and like go to the cinema. Exactly. Yeah. But I also hate going out for dinner with people. So maybe that's part of the reason. <laughs> yeah. I like, <laughs> I remember when I was dating around in Chicago, it's like I would get really nervous yeah. meeting up with people. And so I'd always want to meet for a drink because that felt like less Calming. of a time commitment. Mm-hmm. But it also felt like it would calm my nerves down. Yeah. But then if we like started to hit it off, like we, normally would you know because i'd met them before Mm -hmm. uh then we would just have more and more drinks and then i was way more likely to like take them home with me yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. so it was like a a vicious cycle i guess yeah also like going for drinks not hitting it off but going the opposite way where you just drink them sexy you were like i used to think you were hot but i just had five g and t yeah and then imagining that like like you don't really drink anymore and like doing the whole thing sober. I know I have a lot of friends that are sober now and it's like, wow. Yeah. It's how do you find your person? And how do you find like the thing to do with the person? Mm. Yeah. That's what I'm finding more difficult. So I often suggest like ridiculous adventures and then the people. Yeah. Like I've gone on some good, like I think one of the best dates, like, we walked from like Brooklyn to the Bronx to like see a band. That was a that's good cool. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Walking but, dates are good because there's never that awkward silence of like staring at each other over food right. or a drink. Like you're or moving. Like eating messily. And yeah. I yeah. L- yeah. Walking in general is good when you're with someone because you're like, okay, there's an activity. Yeah. Like, you can point out healthy. things. Yeah. 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 I also like when you like introduce a mission. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, a goal. I'm myself and the girl I'm dating at the moment on our second date. Mm-hmm. I think it was our second date or our third date. We were like trying to smuggle wine into the cinema. Yeah. Do you know? It's so a good there was girl. like a yeah. good like a mission air to the evening. Yes. Where it was like we're still fresh enough for this to be kind of awkward, mm-hmm. but like now that this like now this has taken the edge off of it. Do you know? Because mm-hmm. we're like trying to decant a bottle of wine into mm-hmm. a water bottle, and, you know, <laughs> seeing how it's going. Um. I yeah, it's interesting, mm-hmm. and I think you also go out with very straight guys and that's that's different in itself it is yeah how have you noticed the change dating women to men in terms of like the etiquette or like who comes on to who it's so funny because it's so different and then it's so the same the main difference is this before i 
met the person who I'm currently dating, I went on, I think it was like four Tinder dates, let's say, and I didn't kiss any of them. Hmm. Not hmm. because that there was no attraction, right. but just because neither of us, <laughs> it got to the point where I was like, this is the point that you would kiss now. Mm-hmm. But neither of us are going to do it huh. because, like, I think so much in female relationships, you're the like the sub, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and the man in a lot of ways is the dom. Specifically, I'm talking about the sexual arena mm-hmm. now. So, like, most of the time, you're like they'll hold your hand first, or they'll kiss you first. They'll mm-hmm. initiate sex. Yeah, they'll initiate physical touch and stuff like that. And you might, you know, those roles might reverse across the board. That might not be true in every relationship. Mm-hmm. But I would say. The initial. Ana- anecdotally speaking, mm-hmm. the initial first kiss, you, like in a lot of my experiences, has been the guy being like, yeah. and I I do it as well. I've done a lot of times, but it's like, guys are always surprised when I do it, which makes me feel like it's not that. Not the norm yet. Not the norm. Mm-hmm. And so when you have two girls who mm-hmm. were previously straight together yeah. now in a right. non-straight relationship... <laughs> That's just waiting. It's your boat just being like, <laughs> so, <laughs> how does this work? Yeah. Jingle my keys. Uh, yeah, exactly. Do I like yawn and put my arm around you? Like, yeah. how am I going to do it? Also, like, and this is an obvious one, like, we get hit on by guys. Right. Yeah. Do you know? And like, having to be like, on like the third date, having to be like, we're actually dating on our third date. And it's like, that's really awkward because yeah. it's like, you're, you know, you, it's too soon to call it anything. And, right. you know, you don't know how it's going. And mm-hmm. now suddenly you're having to, like, define your relationship to, like, strangers. to yes. this horny stranger. That's so uh, bizarre. Do you know? Yeah. Who's, like, so gross. <laughs> like, me and my friends. And you're like, you're I like, know we're two women in the bar. But we're honestly <clears throat> not trying to fuck you. <laughs> you know? Word. So, like, that, getting checked, getting checked out on the street by a guy when it's the two of you together. I feel yeah. like when you're with a your boyfriend or a man yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. they don't because they're like oh they're together like right you know yeah whereas like yeah. i remember one of the first dates accidentally catching the eye of someone who was checking me out huh. and i was like oh my god i i hope she doesn't think i'm checking him out yeah yeah right. we're on a date together yeah yeah i would go mental if someone did that to me yeah being like really really so it's like that kind of stuff but then like the texting also like where is the line between friendship and a relationship yeah. You know, you're so used to being with a woman, mm-hmm. like you can't, like it could so, e- you like, yeah. it's so hard to make this feel like a concrete thing anyway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that it's so, like you have to put down kind of certain boundaries. Right. Yeah. Like I remember once a friend being like having a sleepover with her, her mm-hmm. friends and I was like, oh, is your girlfriend going to come? And she's like, no, my boyfriend wouldn't have come. So my girlfriend isn't going to come because we're still mm. a relationship and this is a real relationship. Yeah. Do you know? Mm. Just because we're the same sex doesn't mean that she can come to all these things. Right. Yeah. So stuff like that, like having to think about those kind of things. And then on another hand, obviously just being like a same sex couple has its own trials and tribulations mm-hmm. you know like not feeling very not feeling comfortable in every single setting yeah like mm. we were in a really 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 straight bar kissing and being like very aware of people Con- yeah conscious of yeah it. conscious of it you know mm. like that kind of stuff yeah that's like the etiquette being like how comfortable are you with right. like pda yeah in public and that's a it- conversation i feel like i've had with almost all of my boyfriends at some point as well is like i really like hand holding and like mm, light touching mm-hmm. but like 
unless I'm really drunk, I'm not going <laughs> to make out with my boyfriend. Yeah. And I don't like making out with people in bars. Is mm. that like a voyeuristic thing? Like you don't want people to watch you? No, because I'm into like... <laughs> Not Theory. public sex, but right. I'm into like having sex like in public sneaky. places with the thrill of being caught, but right. I would never actually want to be watched. I don't think. Um, I think it's more of like, I've made fun of drunk couples making out at right. bars. Mm. You don't want to be seen don't as be a fool. Person. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I feel like it's particularly sexualized if it's two women. Oh yeah. And it's like, yeah. that's what I was going to say. It's like gotta be a million times worse. Yeah. For in terms of like eyes on you, mm-hmm. you know, and this is it. Like for the first time, I really want to take it slow. So mm-hmm. there you go. If you're not going to kiss at a bar, mm-hmm. but I don't want to take you home because then there's going to be an expectation. Right. Where are you going to kiss? Yeah, because yeah. here it's not like you'd ever walk someone to their door unless you happen to live in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You would walk them maybe to a subway a stop, and that's see. still a very public place. Exactly. Yeah. And not a ro- very romantic place to have a kiss. <laughs> Exactly. I'll train makeup. Me, you, and all the rats. Yeah. <laughs> and that pee smell that we all love oh, so much. Love so much. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that kind of etiquette. Like the mm-hmm. etiquette, it's like, it's very similar, but it's also very different. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Yeah. And like, yeah, it's it's definitely very interesting. I will say that for dates with women, they're just so much easier because it's like we know how to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know? And there's something like really nice about being like, oh, can I, I don't know, borrow your lipstick? Or That's like I love cool. your shoes. Where right. did you get them? Yeah, you know. <gasps> and you could like trade clothes if you started mm, serious different dating. size feet. Damn, I know, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, but you know, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like there's something very familiar about. It's like hanging out with a friend, which yeah. is why it can be difficult to then take it sexualize it. Yeah, friend territory. Yeah. I remember like starting to date guys and having that thought process of like okay, well, we, we are going out to eat. Like, I'm going to make the choice to order the messy burger because if he can't deal with, like, the mm, way I eat food yeah. normally, then we should end this now. Or, like, mm. this feels right. I'm going to take him home because if he's the kind of guy that's going to think I'm a slut later, then, like, right. I don't want this to go any yeah, further. Yeah. So I can see how he reacts to, like, mm-hmm, that happening. You being a real human. And I imagine that that's, like, way... That just like doesn't exist with same sex dating as much, you know. Mm-hmm. So the rules are just different, mm. and there's more comfortability around, like the yeah, same less sex. like how deeply is he like toxic masculinity? <laughs> yeah, deeply ingrained. Yeah, yes. you don't have to suss that out. No, Ooh, I was just <laughs> thinking about um, when you finally do sleep with someone, that old like etiquette kind of rule of leaving like your earrings or leaving oh something so that you see them again oh. and like I feel like I've done that almost every time because I'm a very forgetful person right. it's like not my earrings but it's always like something my phone that, charger that like, all oh of this God, shit or sweat I've abandoned so many things just and just like, bought you have new it. ones because I didn't want to deal you know yeah. what night, <laughs> one night stand you, <laughs> you yeah. get another one yeah um, I was thinking about just in terms of that kind of like expanding on Mm-hmm. And then I have some questions for you, Caitlin. With same-sex relationships, specifically female sex relationships, what female sex relationships? <laughs> I like, hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, let's say queer relationships. It's it's tricky because it's like, I've never thought about this before because I've never had to think about this before. Mm-hmm. You know, as women, we're we're seen through the male gaze and the male perspective and we're raised in a manscape and we are sex objects, right? Yeah. And that's, it's really hard to disengage yourself, right? But there's, I realize like 
two women getting together are are it's still objectified like men find it hot and they find it sexy and it's yeah. a fantasy mm-hmm. and it's porn so there's pretty much like no avenue of sexuality that as women you can uh, escape the there's male no. gaze like they have managed mm-hmm. to like commodify all mm-hmm. of our sexuality and so even if you're like fuck you i don't want to have sex with men anymore mm-hmm. and you start having yeah. sex with women they're still into it. They're still in yeah. the world. And then it's like I read re- like a really interesting post the other day by this sex worker advocate I follow, Local Honey. Mm. And she was, ta- was talking about how like celebrate the femmes in your life because there's still masculinity is still so championed in the lesbian community Mm -hmm. right and it's like well let's do like let's unpack that a bit like why do we think masculinity is so you know like this like like why do we think masculinity is so much desirable why do women at a point if they start to have sex with other women want to you know make themselves seem less feminine less feminine like why is femininity so maligned yeah. and no matter what no matter which arena it is it's maligned I've talked to a lot of um, of my friends who identify as like lesbian or bi or queer about that and the reasons like really spread across the board mm-hmm. like sometimes it's like I want people to know straight away yeah right sometimes it's like I never felt accepted by the like particularly feminine females mm-hmm. and so like this is how I express my identity sometimes it was like I got tired of fucking toxic masculinity and if yeah. I dress like this and I don't get hit on yeah mm-hmm. um some people like have become trans sense like it's just like yeah. all, all across the board like and I'm not saying that I think that people who present themselves more masculinity I'm not like hating on that oh yeah I'm yeah. just saying it's interesting because you do when you think of lesbian you think of like short hair mm-hmm. and flannel you know like they're the tropes whereas like that's damaging in itself because yeah. then it's being like only a certain kind of person can be a lesbian yeah. yeah you know it's very interesting how um both the like male gay community and the female lesbian community like have names for specific kinds of mm-hmm. people like you know butch or bear or you know mm, it's like twig. ascribing this yeah. label in a way that it's not as common in straight dating mm. circles. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just yeah. straight. Just <laughs> yeah. Straight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm straight. Yeah. We should yeah, come like up with categories. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Femmes, lipstick, lesbians, all that kind of exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And let's talk about, because you are the only person in a committed relationship right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk a little bit about, I'm really interested in, etiquette between yourself and Sean yeah because it's like how when you are in a serious relationship how do you stop like are you invited to everything is it a free-for-all blanket pass you're obviously Mm -hmm. going to go to everything or are there certain things you're not invited to or like when did you start being invited to family things like is there Mm -hmm. anything that's like in my house because my sister's married like very occasionally my parents would be like like biological children only like mm, the, uh, the yeah. original family, the OG. Yeah. you know, the OG and they just want like us, the kids yeah. and the parents. And it's like, that's something that has to be handled delicately. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think it, that like changes as a relationship progresses because mm-hmm. like I've been in, this is like my third long-term relationship and I find the etiquette in the first couple of months to be very interesting because mm. there have only been a couple people that I've maybe like dated like almost had the like boyfriend girlfriend talk for like three or four months and then been like this is actually not working 
Mm-hmm. And um, I think that whole like, you know, when do you talk about labels? Like, when do you mm-hmm. say I love you? When do yeah. you meet their families? Like yeah. that whole mm-hmm. trajectory so is really different for everybody. But actually, there's this one subreddit that I really enjoy reading because it's like so much drama, <laughs> but it's called uh, Our Relationships, mm. and it's people asking relationship questions. And for the most part, it's it. like, why is my boyfriend mad at me? And then the comments <laughs> are like, "He's this is an abusive relationship. Please get out. <laughs> but one of them was like, my boyfriend just dropped the bomb on me that he didn't want to have kids. Mm. And I do we're seven months in, like, what do I do? That's so so interesting. That's a really, like, that's a very important deal breaker that I think Mm -hmm. should be talked about fairly early on as we get older, because you don't want to waste your time on someone that doesn't have the same future life goals as you. But at the same time, on a first date, that would be weird to be like, so you want children? (laughs) How many kids though? Yo, what's up? So like, those are really, she got a lot of sperm. Yeah. Yeah. Those are really interesting to navigate. Um, in terms of like where I'm at with Sean now, um, his family is super inviting. Mm, uh, mm. They're, I mean, he's one of three. And they're four, in New four, Orleans. That's the best yeah. place to be invited. His parents are like, I've smoked weed with his entire family in his garage. Like his, um, I've like stayed at his sister's place and little brother's place. Um, yeah, it's just like one of those big inviting families. Mm-hmm. So mm. I've always felt welcome around them. I will say though, the first time I met them, I was in New Orleans for someone's wedding with Sean. It was the first time I'd been to New Orleans with him. And, um, I was supposed to fly out the next day. And then he, that evening was going to have like a family dinner. Um, Mm -hmm. and I changed my flight because I wanted to meet them because we had just said, I love you for the first time. How far in is this? Three or four months in. Oh, wow. We moved like... That's pretty fast. It was a bit odd because we were like pretty long distance-ish because he didn't live in Chicago, Mm. but we saw each other like maybe once or twice a month at first and we talked on the phone for like hours every day, Yeah, which I think is like a really nice way to get to know somebody because it's not all about the physical stuff. Like you literally have to keep a conversation going for hours. Yeah. And did he say it first? I said it first and then I started crying. (laughs) Did he say it back? He said it back. (laughs) Um, I said it first and then started crying because I was really embarrassed that I'd said it (laughs) (laughs) so soon. And I was like, that was too soon. I fucked everything up, didn't I? And he was like, no, no, I love you too. (laughs) I just thought it was too soon for me to say. So I'm glad that you said it. And then the next day, yeah, I was supposed to leave and I knew that I wasn't going to be back in New Orleans anytime soon. And I was like, if we're starting to fall in love and I'm here in the city and your family's all going to be in one place, I would like to meet them because it's like, this is getting kind of serious yeah. now. Um, and he was totally fine with that. Um, and then I met his family for the first time. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cute. And they were like, yeah, sure. Come yeah. on. Yeah. They That's were really nice. inviting and lovely. And also he'd never brought a girlfriend. <gasps> like to meet them before. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's my huge. God. Yeah. So that's the thing too, is like, you have to think about the fact that whoever you're dating has most likely introduced their yeah. family to yeah. like a high school yeah. girlfriend or a college mm-hmm. girlfriend. And like, I remember my mom being really attached to my brother's college girlfriend for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Like parents get 
attached. Mm-hmm. My parents were really attached to my ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. and Dunny, my little brother's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, that's and hard for like, them to move on. It is hard for them to move on when they, because then it, they're gone. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. gone. Yeah. I'm still like really into my ex's family. It's yeah. rough. I just think of like the like third last episode of The Bachelor where they bring like three women home <laughs> oh one my day God, after yeah. the next. So <laughs> it's like a lot of competition, man. So insane. I remember my college boyfriend's mom, um, we had broken up uh, junior year and then senior year we became like friends again. And um, I remember at graduation, his mom like pulled me aside and was like, that was the biggest mistake he ever made, breaking up with you. <laughs> and like, That's so I hope you know that like you're always in our hearts. <laughs> it was really sweet. And I was also like, but your son is dating another girl now. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, God. Yeah. And now to circle back. Yeah. I have yeah. a question for you. Or do you okay. have a I have one for you. Oh, yeah, you go on. I was just wondering with A, how long was it till you said you loved each other and who said it first? Yeah. I like that you said A, even though I've said his name. Oh, <laughs> how <laughs> thing. Okay, I forget. I don't know I how much like I've added The first that, episode, uh-huh. we were secretive about it. So we were, yeah, yeah. I just say, yeah, my ex-boyfriend, uh, when did we say I love you? Yeah. Oh, this is a good story, actually. Oh, good. So <laughs> I went to, I met him, and I mm. knew him for about a week and a half, let's say. And then I went to this festival in Paris, and mm. I made out with this very cute drug dealer in a bandana <laughs> for some oh, no. pretty much cheap MDMA. He was like, <laughs> I, he was like, yes, I've got the MDMA. And no one had drugs. No yeah. one had drugs at this mm. festival. We were, it was a, it was a hunt to get this. And, and I Took had, one for the I team. I had an e- inkling and I said, that man in the bandana, he's got some drugs. <laughs> and I was right. I was right. And he, anyway, and he was like, <laughs> you are very beautiful. And I was like, thank you. And he was like, if you kiss me, I will give it to you for cheaper. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Oh God. And my friends were like, do it. What are you waiting for? And I was like, okay. So then we like had a little kiss and he was like, yes. And now it yes. is like $25 <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, fantastic. Jesus, okay, fair enough. Um, give him the money, whatever. Ooh, sex work. Yeah. Sex work. Yeah. <laughs> I have little to know. I was like, this is just like you buy me a drink in the bar. <laughs> Except it's MDMA yeah. at like whatever it was, Lana Del Rey <laughs> in Paris. And I got super, super crazy on MDMA. And Feeling I was the like love. really like and I was like gurning and I turned to Zoe and I was like, I love Alex. <laughs> and she was like, What? And I was like, I love him. I love him. Like, I, <laughs> oh I think. And uh, we said, I love each other within three weeks. Oh, I thought you were going to say you, like, drunkenly told him that night. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I, uh, I was, you know, living that festival life. You have mm. to commit to the festival. No, you're right. Um, but, yeah, we, told each, we said we loved each other within, like, three weeks. Yeah. We were just like, I love you. And he was like, I love you, too. And then... I went home and then we did long. So I only knew Alex for three weeks before we did long distance for a year. That's wow. crazy. It was crazy. So difficult. Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting. In our though. final year of college as well. Then it's that, like that is crazy. Because well. you don't know what it's like to really be with the person. Exactly. Yeah. And then you're trying to be with them long distance. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also think it's really interesting because like some of the most romantic stories you hear from like your parents or whatever is like he proposed on the first date mm, or like yeah. we knew right away. And like, 
I would say with Sean, we knew pretty early on and we talked about like marriage and kids. Mm-hmm. Like, so the maybe Hasidic a month, community month has it right, in. maybe three dates. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also, the most like toxic, abusive relationships right. I've the, seen are the yes. ones that it happens too quickly. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had like a boyfriend of six months, and at one point we were like, I was like, I'm going to drop out of college, baby. I'm going to move to England for you. We're going to get married. Moved home and was like, oh, no. Never mind. Yeah. I was like, no, sorry. I feel like I like to live with a dude and his mom for like at least three months before I say I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You need to know know him, know his mother. Wait, what about um, your long term? I think they both, it was with my initial homeboy. Mm -hmm. Um... I remember, I think it was like maybe three or four or five months in and I was about to go away and he told me right before I left and I wasn't quite there yet. Mm. So it was a little bit awkward because he was (laughs) like, you don't have to say anything, but just so you know, I love you. And I thought that was really sweet, but Mm. I was not there yet. So then I went somewhere and then I think it might have taken me another month or two to get there. Mm -hmm. But that time felt a little like power uneven Mm. me. Like it was one of those things where I was like, if I don't feel this soon... It probably, but then I felt it and it was great. And with um, X numero two, Mm -hmm. it was, um, I think it took maybe like eight or nine months. Um, But that was, I was feeling it like a lot before then, but I didn't want to say it because Mm. we weren't officially dating yet. Right. And the whole situation with my friend and it was a, it was a whole clusterfuck. Um, So, but he actually texted it to me first. Oh my god! What? And I just remember being like so happy. I was at like a dinner at my dad's Shabbos dinner we used to do, um, and he just texted me. Just to, I was like, "Hey, like you trying to chill after this?" Something being like, "Am I welcome?" And he was like, "You're always welcome. I love you." <gasps> Over text, and then I was just like, "All right, Dad, I need to go like talk to him right now because he just said something." And then we said it in person that night. But Aww, that's but cute. Te- cute. But also technology. Like I would have kind of preferred the first one to be yeah. with like yeah. yeah. That seems yeah. a bit odd to me. It was that a bit is. odd, but it it was nice. We did the in person one after. Yeah, actually, sorry, yeah. I'm just thinking about it now. If someone texted, "I love you" for the first time, yeah, I'd be but, like, but I was just so happy because he loved me and I loved mm. him, and I was trying to hold in saying it for like a month prior, mm. being like, I don't want to like throw this out there too soon because I didn't know where he was at. Speaking of etiquette, Uh actually, Mm -hmm. I have one that I don't think this is uncommon. Mm -hmm. I, the first person I hooked up with after Alex, we were whatever. Punk? um, No, I actually got with a guy from Boston before Mm. that. He was like going down on me, whatever, whatever. And I said, I love you. And I didn't, (gasps) I didn't mean to. It was just because he was the first person Mm -hmm. that like. I, you know, was so used to saying I love you when I was physical with Alex. I'd only been physical with him for the last two and a half years Mm -hmm. and filled with like, I love yous, I love yous, I love yous. And so, of course, like someone I'd been drinking, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And it came out and he was like, what did you just say? And I was like, like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. But you get associations in your brain. That's how it's it's connected. You're like, I'm turned on. I say I love you. It makes sense. That's why I kind of of understand saying the wrong name in bed. I think it's like the worst mistake you can make. But I get it. It's like if if you've been saying it for five years and then there's a new person. Yeah. 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 It doesn't necessarily mean you still love them. No. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're thinking of them. It's just like habit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, Nikki, think as well that I'm just interested in this, like that you're saying that like no one 
asks you out on dates, right? Mm-hmm. And are you when you're when you meet guys or whatever, do they know that you are texting other people, or do you think it's assumed, or do you think it's the f- like, do you think it's the fact that you're you're not submissive? Hmm. So I think there's a few things. So okay. I realized since we started this conversation that people often ask me out for meals and I say no. So okay. I, I okay. didn't realize that. Um, okay, I'm happy to think, hear that. So I think the thing is. It's always like the very like boring seeming people that are mm. like the ones that are like, well, let's get a lunch and get to know each other. And I, I'm sort of looking for like a certain type of person mm. or maybe I just have a weird thing with food and humans. That's a whole other situation. Mm. <laughs> um, but I think it is like in New York, it seems pretty implied that like people are dating multiple people at the same mm. time. Yes. Um, so specifically, if it's like a first or second date with someone, I think it's assumed that like we're not exclusive. <laughs> like, what? what? We just um, met. You're not exclusive to me. Yeah. Um, Isn't but, that funny? The weird yeah. step between becoming exclusive and then actually calling someone your boyfriend or girlfriend. It's like yeah, there seems to be like a weird like a month. Yeah, <laughs> a strange month. But what I've noticed that I think is kind of odd is like if say after the first hangout, like the first walk around the block. Yeah. If we don't kiss goodbye. I think it's assumed to them that I'm not interested in them. Mm. But sometimes we just don't go for the kiss, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't want to hang out again. Yeah. So that's like a weird implied thing where it's like, if you don't kiss after that 10 minute walk, that means like you're not interested. You will just, never kiss. You will never kiss. Huh. Um, but I prefer to take it like a little slower. Mm-hmm. So I just, I find that odd. That is odd. I mean, not uh, like when I met Alex... We didn't kiss the first night we met. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we had sex on our first date, but like we didn't mm-hmm. kiss the first night we met. And I remember being like, is he even into me? Yeah. Even though, like he'd asked for my number and like hit me up. And I was like, yeah. Oh, maybe he wants to be my friend. Mm-hmm. You're like, Ugh. I find the same thing. Like if someone doesn't go for the kiss, I'm like, they must not like me. But no, it's like maybe I'm sometimes just the moment's just not right though. Yeah. Yeah. Broad daylight, Maria Hernandez Park. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people looking. Yeah. And it's also like the same thing. Like I'm starting to realize more that like a lot of if if you're a guy and you have like performance anxiety, yeah, like you're probably missing out on so many opportunities because women are just like standing there kind of being like, Well, kiss me. Yeah. yeah. Kiss me. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm not going to kiss you, but I want to. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to happen. I think my new life goal is to like be a little more assertive in that front. Because mm, yeah. I feel like I'm assertive in a lot of ways, but I'm never like the first one to make the kiss or the first one to be like, how you doing? You know? Huh. I feel like I am a lot of the time. Or mm-hmm. like I'll insinuate it enough. Yeah. <laughs> where like, like I'll get really bang. close to them and like s- like put my leg on them or like... I just yeah yeah, I, yeah I'll I, do the more subtle things, but then yeah. I'm like I also get feel like signal. I used to go for the kiss a lot, where mm, it's just mm-hmm. like you're cute, we're hanging out, you're spending time with me, you're not gonna reject me right now. Yeah, God, that would be so embarrassing though if they did. Oh <laughs> be like, actually, not what's happening no. here? I mean, yeah, like the last two people I've got with both times I've initiated it 
One literally, I was like, get your coat, we're leaving. And he was like, great. <laughs> well, great. Um, and the other, the guy who wanted me to have sex in his grandfather's furniture shop. Wait, <laughs> Wait I haven't heard this story. Sure, no, okay. I feel like she told it on the podcast. I'm sure oh. I did. He was like, next time we can do it in my place. And I was like, didn't you say you lived in a furniture yeah. shop? Oh, and yeah. he was like, yes. And I was like, I don't really... So many pieces of furniture to hook up on. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh God, I don't have sex in someone's bed and then for them to buy it. Mm. Um, but I will frequently go for the first kiss. But it's like, it's I don't know, it's, it's hard to do it all the time. And yeah. if you don't know, like yeah. if you don't know, back to girl on girl, so much of how we talk to each other is like flirting. Yeah. Like, you're so pretty. Like I love your mm-hmm. outfit touching And yeah. so without you being like Do you want to fuck me It's hard <laughs> to gauge right. What's like being friendly and what's flirting mm-hmm. I get that And it must be hard from a man's perspective Because women are taught to be nice And like kind of flirty Or just like polite yeah. And it's really hard to f- It must be hard to figure out yeah. that's, why, that's why I think the etiquette of consent Is really interesting Of like trying to navigate levels of interest non-verbally yeah. and then also verbally and like when you do start hooking up with someone like how much is implied like oh we're definitely going to have sex or like mm-hmm. how slow are you going are they asking is this okay like are they asking what you want yeah and I feel like so much is based on like their previous experiences with other people exactly mm. and they've done interesting research where oftentimes men will overestimate a woman's interest in them based on their being polite and nice whereas, oh like, yeah women don't necessarily do that. Really? So it makes sense that like, yeah. Um, so if you're interested in someone, you'll kind of like look for the cues that are in line with what you're looking for and maybe not notice the ones that might. Oh, that's very interesting. One of my favorite um, new social things, techniques, I don't know what to call it really, um, that I found really interesting is you can gauge how attracted people are to each other or how like much they care about each other if you're in a group of people and someone makes the other person laugh or someone makes the group laugh who looks at each other first huh because i know this to be true about myself if i'm in a group of people and something happens where we all laugh i will immediately look to the person that i like am the most attracted to in that group that makes sense because I want oh to see God. that we have the same sense of humor. I think it's also right. just very innate in people. Yeah. To be like, I want to share this with you. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. so I, interesting. I've been watching like other people. That. Yeah. It's really, it's really, it's a really interesting <laughs> trick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who's looking at who? No. I just closed just... my eyes laughing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to like, I'm someone. looking at myself. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the face of a predator. Hey. No, I find it really interesting in like large groups. Of like both men and women to see mm. what happens. And I just like like to watch like a little that. creep. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. So Nikki, what would your ideal date be? If someone were to ask you out on a date, what would it be? This is maybe the problem is that I'm having trouble figuring out. I think I'd want to go on like a nice solid adventure somewhere. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to do, I wouldn't want to sit at a bar. I wouldn't want to have a drink. I wouldn't want to have a meal, but I'd want to like go to a new neighborhood and like explore together. And find music and beat them in pool. I think that's probably the ideal. Yeah, I think activities are ideal. I like activities, yeah. Because I feel like I can't always rely on my words. Like, if we're just going to sit there and talk about our souls, it's like... Have you 
Put that on your Tinder bio. I don't even know what my bio says. I don't think so. Maybe say that. Maybe say something like, looking for someone to go on adventures, pool. Like, if you're going to yeah. ask me out, ask me to play a game pool. I like that. Do you yeah. know? Yeah. And because that is like a walk. Still yeah. a social thing. Yeah. You meet them. If it's going badly, you knock out a few games. Yeah. Be like, like, gotta, yeah. Go. gotta go. Peace. But yeah. you also get to kind of gauge them. Yeah. In a social a environment. I'm going to try that. Because like, to be honest, if someone asked me to go on a walk, I wouldn't necessarily think of it as a date or romantic. Yeah. Well, I don't want it to be romantic necessarily. Mm. Just like sussing each other out. Seeing if the spark is there, and then if mm. it is, then we do a next date that's like more of a real thing. Yeah, you know, I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the walk is an interview. It's an interview. Yeah, exactly. Okay. St- stage one. Stage one, and then it's stage a serious two vetting process. Is bro. The, is the trail? God, I would have so much. I had like <laughs> a terrible nightmare like the day after Sean left, where he like broke up with me, and I was single, oh. and the I just have those every once. In, and a while when he's leaving for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. But I always like then assess the next day. Like what if I was single? It's and, like, rough. Just thinking about like dating. Like I could name the places in Chicago. Cause I used to date there. Like there's this great ping pong bar mm-hmm. that has like an outdoor area with fountains that like That's feels cool. like there's enough of a way to like walk around the outdoor area nice, and mm-hmm. like play some ping pong or like, I know enough things like that in Chicago. Right. But the idea of like having to navigate New York City, mm, and, yeah. Oh my God, I've been on some Props fucking Stato yeah. dates yeah. recently. Look at you, yeah. It seems like you could find some really, really fun. Last cool night shit. we went yeah. to a blues bar in Williamsburg. That's nice. all. Which yeah. one? St. Maisie's. I've never been there. Is They're, that under the bridge? It no. no. And then like before that, <laughs> it, no. I was, <laughs> no. Like, uh, I was like trying to think, and I was like, is it? No, close to a bridge though. Um. Yeah, like really, really good dates. Mm-hmm. Really, it is rough, and I think it's much, much rougher for heterosexual couples. Honestly, mm-hmm. not like just in terms of even before dating the person now, but like the other dates, it was just so much easier. Mm. Do you know? Like being like, oh, of course we're going to do something nice, right? Do you yeah. know, that's like assumed. You know, yeah. like we're like one on one date, we went to Washington Square Park. And drank like tins of Pamplione <laughs> and then like walked all around the East Village. Do you know? Yeah. And it was like that just like a great. really, really nice evening. Yeah. And then like went home our separate ways. Didn't kiss, but was just like, okay, nice yeah, meeting, nice. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that nice. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it is specifically for like heterosexual couplings, it's rough mm-hmm. out there. I think for me, the hardest thing is the no drinking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it just feels like the other person feels awkward drinking. If we go to like a place with music or something, mm-hmm. it's always like a barrier that needs to be <laughs> talked about. And it's like, I don't always want to talk about ear hairs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could also just start telling people you don't drink. But that often people are like, you're a recovering alcoholic. or like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, oh, yeah. there are assumptions. Yeah. Or like, you're not cool. So I have to like extra prove how cool I am by <laughs> being like, I don't drink, but like, <laughs> I don't drink, but boy, do I party. <laughs> it's so true, though. Like, like there's so, there have been so many like... nights where I've been supposed to meet Nikki out to go <laughs> dancing at a place till like 4 a.m. And yeah. I'm the one that's like, I am too tired. I'm, like, like, I'm sober and I'm ready to dance. <laughs> well, my new thing is kava. Everyone who hasn't tried kava, I highly suggest we it. We got to do that. Amazing. Let's do it. Next week. It just makes you like euphoric and happy for eight hours. And it's legal. 
Amazing. I'm into Let's it. do it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. also want to say that in not I didn't do this with you guys, but I did go on a field trip and I went to a bondage fetish night <gasps> for my housemate's birthday. How was that? Very interesting. Very, very interesting. What did you Got wear? All dressed up, wore like fishnets, this like kind of like not latexy, but that kind of mm-hmm. vinyl, shiny mm-hmm. material, turquoise skirt, and then like a like mm-hmm. Madonna-esque brassier kind of thing mm. and then heels and then my hair all crazy and I went with Dave and nice he's it, a good buddy for that he was, he was a great buddy for it and I was like it was it was just really good it was really really interesting it was really interesting to like there was a cake sitter there a professional cake sitter oh my god <gasps> yeah those people interest cool. me so much and she's super cool like yeah. she's been in sex work for like seven years she like services the kink community do you get to eat the cake after no it's all mm. over her body I mean, you yeah. could, hmm. but it, it's such an interesting fetish. Yeah, so interesting. Like I'd a, be a cake sitter. Why not? A lot of I'd yeah. eat the cake while I sat on but it. But I think the whole thing is, is that you're supposed to be, like, if you're going to be a cake sitter, it's supposed to be like that. You want to do it for, for like the community. Mm. Do you know, like that you find it sexy. That you mm. would that other people would find it. It's yeah. the same with like being a dominatrix. You want to do it for people who want to be dominated. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? I've always kind of had a f- huge fascination with being a dominatrix. Yeah, mm. I think what woman hasn't? I know, right? Mm-hmm. Let, yeah. Even like being a cam girl, you can chill at home. Yeah. Chill at home. Yeah, whack yourself off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Keep just feel like I'd laugh. Like it'd be hard to be like a serious dom. I oh for dom, I was like oh, for, for cam girl, I was like you'd be an amazing cam girl. People yeah. have told me that a lot. You would be an amazing <laughs> cam girl. Because it's like all the things you love to do. Nudes and dirty talk. Yeah. And not true. have I'm someone physically there. Yeah. True story. I don't yeah. think, I don't know if I would actually enjoy it, but I see how theoretically. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like Dave went to get rosé at one point and this ties into etiquette. Okay. So yeah, I was like, ties. we are, I was like, we're at a queer fetish party. Mm-hmm. I have to be really aware because at one point I was like staring off into the distance and I was like, what's going on over there? And there's two people in full head-to-toe gym suits, like, hmm. dry humping, like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> just, just hammering it into each other. Where and was this? It was in Elsewhere. Oh. oh. Yeah. In the downstairs or in the, the upstairs? The whole thing. Oh, Holy wow. Shit. So it used to be cool. this tiny party, and then Katie Rex, Dominique's best friend, has recently just brought it to Elsewhere. Wow. Cool. Yeah. It's a really cool go. concept. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, really, like, there's really, really good DJs. They come in from, like, all over America. But then, like, also, like, the co- like seeing people dressed up yeah. and, like, the whole thing. Um, but I was, like, so conscious to be, like, don't stare at people. Yeah. Don't yeah. stare because they're in costumes. Like, there are people with gag balls and leashes. And with these two people in the gimp suits, I was, like, don't look at them. Mm-hmm. Don't look at them. I was, like, I know it's really hard not to look at them. Yeah. But don't. Yeah. Like, because, like, I'm a guest in this experience experience mm-hmm. and like the last thing they want is someone like voyeuristically yeah yeah staring you know yeah but at so, the same time i'm sure all of them understand someone new coming into the community because mm. at some point every it was everybody's first yeah experience. Mm. and i feel like oftentimes they might not mind like because they're in a public space mm. you know what i mean like i feel like they may have some fetish about being watched Maybe. otherwise they might do it at home instead Mm-hmm. But I also think there's something to be said for just wanting to enjoy what you want to enjoy I when you want to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Without, like that. I mean, that by that definition, then it's like 
people who kiss in public want to be watched. Yeah, be watched, that's true. You know? Mm-hmm. No, we don't. It's <laughs> true. And I'm true. a real public kisser. <laughs> <laughs> I do it fucking everywhere. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah. Is there anything you want to say to wrap it up? Um, I guess just like in terms of etiquette in general, mm-hmm. I think it's such an important thing to like kind of talk overtly about early on when you're starting mm. to like mm-hmm. really form any kind of relationship is like just talk like are you the kind of person that likes to make like real solid plans and stick mm. to them or yeah. just like go on a spontaneous adventure yeah. or mm. you know are you the kind of person that has their phone on them all day and then waits an hour to text back or right. like will text back immediately or mm-hmm. you know are you the kind of person that wants to talk every day yeah yeah or it doesn't matter to you you know having those conversations or figuring that out even non-verbally is super important that's true so true i remember i maybe you were saying it that like so often with like gay couples or polyamorous couples or queer couples, you have so much more detailed conversations mm-hmm. at the beginning because in a lot of ways it's kind of uncharted territory. Yeah. Whereas yeah. with straight couples, you just assume yeah. lots of things. Yeah. Like monogamy is assumed, yeah. but what is monogamy? Yeah, or yeah. like what you want out of the relationship. Mm-hmm. You just are, you go into it assuming, being like, of yeah. course they want to get married and have kids and yeah. live yeah. in this town for the rest of their lives. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and of course he's going to make the first move and pay for the check and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, I remember so once a, fr- a, day, a friend said to me, it's not a date unless he pays. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. Rough. Dark. So we got to throw out all the assumptions and be the humans that we be be. Yeah. That's my final thought. I think etiquette (laughs) is mostly like finding out what the other person, how the other person treats someone that they respect Mm, and if they're giving you that treatment. Mm, I really like that. I I like that that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Look cool. at you. <laughs> that was really good. Those words of wisdom. That's great because I'm so tired. I don't know oh what God. I'm saying anymore. But um, tell us your etiquette stories and um, give us some field trip suggestions. Yes. Yeah. Field trips. Feel. We yeah. need to do one field trip before yes. we leave. Mm-hmm. Yes. We need to just lock it down. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're going to do it. Okay. Cool. Doing it. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye.